I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for February 24th. With a long history of everything from Dark Forces to Knights of the Old Republic to Squadrons, Star Wars is as much a gaming franchise as it is a movie franchise at this point. But even though we began exploring that galaxy far, far away at the same time that video games were starting to become a thing, it wasn't until this day in 1982 that the very first official Star Wars video game was released, back in the day when Atari ruled the world. That's not to say that nobody had any ideas of how to translate Star Wars into a video game experience. From almost the moment that it landed in theaters, Star Wars was a huge influence on game designers. Flying down vaguely 3D trenches, along with bowtie and X-shaped spaceships, quickly became a video game mainstay. One arcade game, called Starfire, even mimicked the Star Wars logo and pitted players against TIE Fighters and Star Destroyers without its manufacturer paying Lucasfilm a dime. It's worth pointing out that where video games stood as a medium with regard to copyright law was still very much in the air. Video game manufacturers frequently copied each other's work. It was the Wild West. But in 1982, Parker Brothers, a board game maker now venturing into the video game space with a handful of high-profile arcade licenses, snagged the home video game and computer game rights to Star Wars, and among its first releases was Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, based on a major action scene from the movie. Players got to climb into a snowspeeder and take on a line of advancing Imperial walkers, trying to hit them enough times to take them down, or at least slow them down, and trying to avoid enemy fire. This game was also made available for the Mattel and television. Though the graphics were simple, there's no mistaking an Imperial walker, even if it's made out of pixels, and the game was an instant success. In a moment, hot on the heels of the Battle of Hoth, gaming in the Star Wars universe becomes an empire of its own. Born today in 1945, Barry Bostwick. The versatile actor has easily moved between singer in Rocky Horror Picture Show to action hero in Megaforce to ex-president in FDR, American Badass. Early in his career, he even voiced a character in the English version of René Laloux's sci-fi animated feature, Fantastic Planet. With The Empire Strikes Back behind it as a bestseller on the Atari 2600, Parker Brothers released more Star Wars games, the next one being Jedi Arena, programmed by the same designer who devised The Empire Strikes Back, Rex Bradford. Two games were developed for the upcoming Revenge, uh, I mean, Return of the Jedi, one where players controlled the Millennium Falcon as it tried to hit the reactor core of the new Death Star, and one in which players helped a hang-gliding Ewok protecting other Ewoks from Imperial Walkers and Stormtroopers. Only the space-based game was ever released, though, with a prototype of the Ewok game resurfacing many years later. Atari's Star Wars coin-op game was a major hit in arcades in the summer of 1983, but due to Parker Brothers having a lock on the home video game rights, Atari didn't get to translate its own arcade game to its own home video game systems. Only Parker Brothers had the rights to do that. The 1983 crash of the home video game industry in America put Star Wars gaming on pause for a little bit, but when the industry staggered to its feet in the age of the Nintendo Entertainment System, Star Wars games were quick to appear on that platform. 
The 90s saw serious Star Wars gaming shift to the PC with the arrival of X-Wing, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, and other first-person space combat games. With their endless action scenes and high-speed thrills, the Star Wars movies are obvious inspiration for video and computer games in nearly every genre. It just took a little while before it really got started, but once it did, like those first low-res Imperial walkers, it was an unstoppable force. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for February 24th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.